Thanks for joining us. This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon, who's president of FEBC, and glad to have this opportunity on a podcast, Ed, to talk a little more in depth of what God is doing through the Far East Broadcasting Company. Last time we focused on Ukraine and a visit that I made recently to that country and got to sit down with some of the radio staff of Radio M there, FEBC. This week, we're going to hear from Edward, who's our director in that country. Right, Wayne. Edward is currently the leader of the FEBC Ukraine staff, and I should just give you a little background on Edward. Mm-hmm. Before FEBC had a dedicated ministry in Ukraine, we were broadcasting into Ukraine in the Russian language because most Ukrainians uh, are Russian speakers. Right. Because it was previously a Soviet Union country. Yeah. They're changing languages now, though, aren't They're they? Changing Many langu- people speaking Ukrainian now. Uh, right, especially in the most recent months when and no one wants to speak Russian. Right. But, uh, yeah, we broadcast for many, many years into Ukraine in the Russian language. And it's only been recently, maybe in the last seven or eight years, that we decided we needed to dedicate a specific ministry in Ukraine in the Ukrainian language consistent with FEBC's strategy to broadcast in the local language with indigenous people. And our opportunity to move in that country really came uh, through Edward's father. Um, Edward's father, Victor Karlienko, uh, was a godly Christian man, a pastor, who had been uh, blinded since his youth with two separate accidents, uh, putting out both of his eyes. But he was a very gifted Bible teacher And we knew that he was good on the radio. Mm -hmm. And so his vision for using radio in Ukraine really inspired FEBC to dedicate this new ministry in FEBC Ukraine. Edward, his son, is now our director. And Olysia, Edward's sister and Victor's daughter, is one of our best broadcasters. Mm -hmm. And you've heard in this podcast from Olysia before. So anyway, they had this vision that if we're going to be broadcast in the Ukrainian language, you need to be on local stations. And the Ukrainian government, being very open to the gospel, uh, has gifted FEBC with now seven FM licenses, allowing us to broadcast in the local language on the local FM radio networks. Uh, And while they put up these seven stations without too many staff— Uh, The FEBC team very uniquely decided, let's create a network. We have broadcasters in Slavyansk, in Donetsk, in Odessa, and in Chernetsy. And if we have one broadcaster at each station putting together two or three hours a day of excellent content, then we can network them together so we have all local broadcasters and cover the entire broadcast. It's a great strategy. It's a great strategy. And it was working before the the, the main invasion by (laughs) Russia, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And still is. It still is working. But in addition to that, it's not good enough for Edward and his staff. They said, (laughs) we need to do more because we're not covering every square inch of the property in Ukraine. So they have built one of the most successful social media uh, resources they use those same broadcasts uh, to broadcast on you know Facebook Live and several other social media platforms, inviting millions of people from the Ukrainian uh, country yeah. to to listen to our broadcasts. Yeah, but in addition to radio and social media, is the helpline that's been established. Talk about that. Yeah, I will. And it's once again, Wayne. It's a product of always wanting to do more. We can't do enough 
to serve our Lord, which is this let's get it done attitude by the FABC Ukrainian staff. So they realize that as they're growing in this ministry and all these people are responding, responses from the FM stations, responses on the social media platforms, some of the questions required a little bit deeper explanation than just a text or a tweet. And so as a result, Edward realized that there's a potential for us to actually establish a counseling hotline. So when people call in and they want to ask deep questions about faith, about their current life situation, in in order to have someone pray with them, essentially to be a Christian friend, they've hired staff on the counseling hotline, many of which are trained counselors. Yeah, this isn't just... uh... Anybody. This is someone who's been trained for this purpose. That's right. They have degrees in psychology and counseling. We even uh, partnered with a counseling uh, a professor at a Christian college here in the U.S. in counseling mm-hmm. who's done several live um, Zoom sessions to train these people oh, I didn't in a little know that. bit. Yes. Good. In deeper potential for counseling. And those sessions where we're training these people didn't just train our professional counselors, but very many volunteers from local churches. Uh, Many of the local churches in Ukraine we've partnered with through COVID to help them stream their church services live. And as a result, built a webpage for them and put our programs on. And resulting in many people saying, is there anything I can do to help you? Yes. (laughs) Do you have uh, deep well-trained, solid Christian people who would volunteer some time to take questions and answers from these people. So in addition to the seven or eight full-time staff we've got, Edward has a staff of uh, quite a number of volunteers answering the phone and helping these people who are desperately hurting in Ukraine. It's an amazing story, Ed. Uh, I had met Edward on a previous trip I made to Ukraine, I think back around 2015 in Slavyansk. On this most recent trip that I took, though, I sat down with Edward in the studios of Radio M because I wanted him to explain to me what was going on, this ministry of this helpline that was being so effectively used by God in the time of war. I mean, since the invasion by Russia, my sense is that this this counseling service has has really increased its effectiveness and number of people they're hearing from every day. Yeah, and I don't think there's any accidents, Wayne. Uh, I do honestly believe that God has directed the FEBC staff there to put together a ministry which is properly suited for a wartime situation. They're hearing from citizens, but they're also hearing from soldiers, and they're hearing from people on the Russian side of this conflict, as well as my understanding. That's exactly right. Wow. Wow. People in unbelievably difficult circumstances. So when I visited the radio station, I sat down to talk with Edward about this, and uh, let's, let's hear a little bit of what he shared with me that day. Edward, let's talk about the helpline. In addition to radio, uh, you have organized a helpline of counselors. Is this nationwide? Does it cover all of Ukraine? Yeah, when about two years ago, FABC Ukraine started this this mission or this uh, helpline. Uh, Now, uh, in this mission, uh, helpline work about... uh, 20 uh, volunteers and uh, more than uh, seven counselors. Hmm. And uh, every month, uh, more than 1,000 people called uh, in this helpline. And many, many questions. Of course, this time it's war. Yes. 
people called from occupied territory, and it's not Christian people. Mm. And uh, they just asked, and please pray to God. We don't understand what happened, what God want. And they not pray, they don't understand how pray, how started uh, build relationship with God, because many questions. And... uh, like just one short story, uh, one soldier called to our helpline, and uh, he uh, he like looked at, watched many many how people killed together, and uh, he very young guy, mm-hmm. and he asked how I don't how I can understand God, what happened in my country, what happened in my region where I born. It's many, many testimonies, many challenges, but we pray with people and we try to connect with Christian people in this this region, this territory. Mm-hmm. It's very important. We, of course, we pray together and we talk about God. For me and for our mission, very important connect with Christian people. Yeah. So who are the counselors who provide this spiritual counsel to people when they call? Uh, yes, uh, of course, everybody, it's Christian people. Uh, and uh, they work in this sphere many years. Uh, they have experience and uh, it's pastors, it's uh, Christian leaders, and uh, they people who, who want really help people. And they have uh, special education uh, and really comfortable people yeah. for Work in this so they have a heart to help people spiritually. This is what it's all about. Do they lead people to Christ? Do people come to the Lord while on the telephone with them? Yes, yes. They uh, invite uh, people to pray to God. Every month, um, about more than 50 people uh, to praise to God. It's not just pray to God. And these people started uh, a relationship with God and connect with Christian people. Mm-hmm. It's very important for me, for our mission. It's uh, where uh, they people have um, relationship with Christian people. They understand I am not alone. Yes. Uh, of course, I talk with Jesus. I pray to God. But uh, near to me, Christian people and we together. It's very important. Yeah. So what begins as a conversation on the telephone ends up in a relationship and a connection with another Christian or a local church in many cases, right? Yes, yes, yes. And about helpline, of course, we use uh, social media. And uh, these guys, I mean, our consultants sent message and... where we work short video, our broadcasting in social media, and we talk uh, people in this way, in this, uh, in use this way. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It just is utterly amazing that God raised this up to have it ready for this time of crisis in Ukraine. So people had someone to turn to when they're fearful. The helpline covers all of Ukraine. Yes. Which I assume means that it, it covers occupied Ukraine as well. Wow. So you're hearing from people in the occupied zone, mm-hmm. the, the zone occupied by the Russian troops. You're hearing from people who are frightened. Yes, uh, people uh, listen our radio station and occupied territory too. And they called uh, in uh, our helpline too. And uh, in this territory, we're bad atmosphere. First, it's psychology. Hmm. Because uh, in Ukraine, it's general, it's freedom nation. But 
in this territory, it's other situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they call to our uh, studio in our program, they touch to freedom. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, and we we try uh, continue relationship with Christian who live in this territory, but of course we work for not Christian people. Right. Well, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, when you speak with those volunteers, those helpline volunteer counselors, will you tell them that we appreciate what they're doing and we pray for them? Uh, they are doing something very valuable for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Thank you, Wayne, and thank you everybody who pray to. Uh, our mission in Ukraine, in our country. And Wayne, I think next our visit, my English will be better. <laughs> you did great. You really did. Edward, thank you. Thanks for your leadership. Uh, we, we look up to you as, uh, as someone that the Lord has really equipped for this time, for such a time as this, Edward. So God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Wayne, I have deep respect for Edward, and I think he's done his best to communicate uh, the importance of this counseling ministry where people are taking phone calls uh, from hearing the stories personally, what they're really doing there. I can tell you that the situations that some of these counselors are dealing with are unimaginable mm -hmm. to, to the American people. We've had uh, phone calls from people who are holding their children in their arms who have been wounded and are literally bleeding to death. Oh, wow. How do you help someone in a situation like that? But God has asked FEBC to be close to the listener, which is our motto from our very beginning. That means to be close to the listener in good times and in bad times, even in horrible times. And um, our counselor who took the call that I just referenced told us, I didn't have any idea what to say to this parent who was watching his child die. Mm. But yet God gave me the answers. At that particular time. And these are the kind of ministry opportunities that only war can provide. And as much as we all hate it, we hate to hear those stories. Someone has to be there. Someone has to answer those phone calls. Someone has to pray with these parents. Um, we've had phone calls from people who've lost their children in the war. My son was off as a soldier and he's never coming back to or me. Or I've not heard from him and I don't know if he's alive or dead. Only God can provide the answers to those kind of questions. And only people who trust God and trust his word can be equipped with those answers to those questions. Therefore, I'm going to wrap up today by saying, please, can I beg of those of you who are listening to this call, pray for those counselors in Ukraine and our broadcasters that they will hear from God how to answer these difficult questions. And when presented in these situations, they will trust God to know what to say so that these people will have some comfort in a difficult time and hopefully encourage them to have faith in Christ. Let's support them in every way imaginable, including prayer, which is the most important thing we can do for them. But uh, thank you, Ed, for on behalf of our listeners, um, for all that FEBC is doing in this time of war. I, I know it's... Uh, it's got to be the most difficult experience of their lives. They're living on the front lines there, but we're so grateful for them, aren't we? We are. Yeah. 
All right. Do me a favor and share this message with other listeners. This is a podcast that's easily shareable, of course. Just give the uh, the website febc.org and you can listen to the podcast there or on many podcast platforms as well. And if you'd like to leave a review of our conversation, that'd be helpful too, because it, it does attract other people. Not for our sakes, Ed. You, know, you feel that as strongly as I do, but it's for the sake of the gospel that these stories get told. So share the podcast and share reviews if you would online for Until All Have Heard. Our special thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon of the Far East Broadcasting Company, and thank you for listening to Until All Have Heard. <laughs>